0: There, there, there is like I think it's supposed to provide a children it's like, it's like it often these kinds of like pretty intense like it gets intense it's intense. It's intense I was speaking something yesterday and uh, I think a lot of us feel this I feel this sometimes that you feel that if the deeper you go into religious commitment the less the less of you will be left you, you feel like that <coughs> That there's a sense of <coughs> I remember before I became became religiously observant, like the 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 looking at people who are from I had a vi- I actually had a vision. Oh, no, sorry, that's not why the reason it became from. <laughs> 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 it came to me in a dream. <laughs> when I used to imagine from people, I, I literally used to imagine them with like a grey cloud hanging over their heads. Like, there was this area in South Africa which was a from area, and I thought it was always cloudy there. Like, I could even, like, where I was, I would like, I would like imagine a, a, a map of the city, and I'd look towards that side of the city, and I would see clouds. Not literal clouds, but metaphorical clouds. Because for me, like, from kites was like, heavy in turns, this lifeless, a horrible existence, and then I became one of them, and I realized it was all true, <laughs> so, that, <laughs> so that's why I hang out with you guys, it's a bit of a relief but obviously it's not true, it's no, it's not true, it's not true, but it's, it's very scary and I think it's because this is a fascinating point which is a, so relevant to, it's actually Taka, funnily enough, relevant to the Maral. The Maral says that Yiddishkeit, the clove of Yiddishkeit we say is because you actually, you actually can't do the mitzvahs. The way to succeed in Judaism is you become the mitzvahs. Remember, the Maral said like this. He said, How can you say is a cloud God it's, like, it's, it's a principle that you can group all the, other mitis- all the other mitzvahs, have that property, share that common theme of Vavter of loving your fellow man as, your, as yourself. So Maral says, Well, because you love something which is the same as you, because then yourself extends to that thing. And since a person who's, who's, who's totally with it, involved, Integrated into Torah, so his sense of self becomes connected to his observance of the Mitzvahs. It's not that he has a sense of self and he observes the Mitzvahs. His sense of self, his identity, is locked into the Mitzvahs. And since the Mitzvahs are global identity, meaning shared by all Jews, so therefore the oneness of the of the of the nation is proclaimed by the members subscribing <coughs> to being part of that unified whole.
1: So why, why do we have a tendency to see, uh, like, what, why is there a tendency to observe it originally as the situation? That okay, understand? one second, one second. Okay.
0: Everyone to certain degree intuits that because if you wouldn't intuit that, so becoming from would be far less terrifying. The reason why it's terrifying is there's a, there's, there's a sense of if I do this I have to give up that. If I do this, Torah, I have to give up that myself. Because there's there's this implication that if I actually involve myself deeply enough in Torah, so the self that I'm familiar with and I know that I'm friendly with will have to go somewhere else. And that's a terrifying thought because it's like dying. So people are scared of dying. So basically, when a person is confronted with the overwhelming prescription that the Torah offers, it seems to be, well, if I go in there, so then I've lost whoever I am. And that's a terrifying thought. I have that every day. (laughs) Okay, good. At least I'm right. (laughs) Forget your emotional (laughs) trauma. (laughs) Just focus on the sheer. What
1: what you're saying now is is not like the the cutesy premises that we spoke about before. One second.
0: Were you referring to my premises as being cutesy? (laughs) No, no, no. no, no, Let's explore that adjective. You didn't
1: let me qualify. You jumped in.
0: Okay, sorry. sorry. <laughs> was
1: like, you know... The
0: My the age, you know what I'm saying? You have know a youthful buoyance. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I no, mean, I mean, whether or not you even like, physically heard what I said is up in the air. <laughs> it is up in the
0: air, <laughs> like Actually, I just heard a droning voice. Have you finished?
1: <laughs> <God>. <laughs> you know, like, you know, the tomato sitteth upon the wagon. You know, those, those cutesy premises that, we, that you were talk, we were talking about the other day. You know. It's just uh, 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 oh, when I was
0: becoming an Eastern philosopher. Yes. Oh, got I got you. Oh, good, um, good, 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 good.
1: Th- you say when you become the mitzvahs, that's actually oh,
0: something... Oh, oh, you you oh, oh, okay. You're saying yeah. the way... To, if I can rephrase you. Mm. The way I'm speaking now, mm. it sounds like this this mystical, psycho-spiritual talk that is actually a lot of fluff and no meaning.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah? So what I'm saying is meaningless. well just get clear. Okay, no, no. Do yeah, okay. you know what What you really mean, judging you favorably is... Should, I should, ex- even, though, even though Phil got it properly, you know what I'm saying, he said, oh, I'm describing his reality, so, <laughs> okay, but, but let's, let's maybe bring it down for you, <laughs> a <laughs> foolish one. <laughs> no, okay, so that means as follows, that the, a person can occupy themselves with different kinds of endeavours in life. When you occupy yourself with doing something, when you do something, it's not necessarily locked into identity. <coughs> For example, a person can have a job, which he may spend enormous amounts of time doing, but he doesn't feel that that job describes him. Hopefully most accountants.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, sorry again, nothing, I'm saying not, you, I'm, you know that. Uh, <laughs> because you don't want, you don't want, you, you say that I am a person who be you know, the person a person has like a sense of self where they feel where where they feel their primary identity lies. Like you, you say to the person who may be by occupation and accountant and you say to him to so tell me like what kind of person are you? you say, Well, I'm really I'm an artist. You say, Really? Really? And then you'll tell you, yes, and you'll say you that the, the only reason he did accountancy is because He's uh, he's also a pragmatist. He's an artistic pragmatist. And you say, ah, How can you be both? And you'll s- explain how you can be a pragma- pragma- pragmatic artist. But they say he does, and say he's, you know there are people like that. The people who have got the essential identity has very little to do with what they do. So you could interpret Judaism as a similar kind of thing that you can retain your essential identity, whatever you are. Yeah, you know, let's say this, let's flip it and let's say your, your identity is locked into being an accountant, like that's what you pride yourself on. You laugh at funny decimals and the like, and then you <laughs> square root of sixty-two. So <laughs> yes, you actually laugh. He's <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> heard it before as well. <laughs> so um, and you can say that my identity is my identity is I'm an ac- I'm an accountant or whatever the identity is, and I also observe mitzvahs. And you can do that, and you can do it. You can do it quite well, even though the mitzvah observance is quite a there's a lot of stuff to do. But it's amazing how you can actually navigate yourself away, keeping mitzvahs and still having really no <coughs> investment of an internal identity. So you have people who can, according to the according to the book, they keep all the laws. They wake up in the morning and they do They wash their hands and, and they to your Shul and they have a chaklis and they learn. And but in terms of where, if you say to them, where the essence lies, and where they identify, so you'll actually feel that the identity, you know, let's say, for example, you get a person who's driven in his career. He's an investment banker, and he happens to be a religiously observant Jew. But he may find a lot more commonality when speaking with colleagues, as opposed to speaking with uh, a fellow Jew who's in the laundry business. Because he's, the lion's share of his being is placed in that. that, 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 is, that, that that's how he's either he either articulates or doesn't articulate where his identity is. So in other words, you could read Judaism as a a kind of behaviors that you can engage in, stuff you do, rituals that you perform, but it doesn't affect the nature of your identity. Whereas, you see from the mayoral that to do it properly it actually has to become your identity so
1: they have to be mutually exclusive yes they have to
0: be have to be it's either this or that if your identity does not lie in the mitzvah it, it's lying somewhere else and if it's in the mitzvah there's it, nowhere else
1: <coughs> so we're not multifaceted.
0: there can be degrees essentially and ideally they're mutually exclusive meaning if you reach the ideal of what it means me to be a Jew that will encompass the entirety of your being but it's a process and maybe people are at different stages along the way but that's just because it's work in progress so the structure hasn't been completed but once the structure's there that's it That's it. and that's kind of the premise is the morale that's, the that's where you're going to
1: but you can still exist and connect to the other
0: one. When you're there, no, the other one becomes completely lost. It's
1: it's gone completely.
0: Let us let, say not lost. Let's say interpreted, redefined, channeled, whatever whatever way you want to see subsumed. it.
1: Subsumed.
0: I don't want you to say subsumed. In other words, as follows this is. I think we've gone to too much of an abstract plane. um I feel that we lose we losing losing. I was it? <laughs> we're losing yeah, some people. Yeah, I was lost. So. Let, let me explain to you what I mean. Sure, you're
1: on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> he's taking
0: notes. He's taking notes. He's not. He's not on his phone playing some mindless game. He's taking notes of the share. Sure. Yeah, it's amazing. No, no. I think it's it's quite amazing how because normally you don't judge a person who's like got a. You don't judge that kind of person favourably, but you can because of you know you can come up with ir- irrational explanations of people's behaviour as a kind of a
1: not a to
0: keep uh, it. above, just, uh, above and beyond
1: the
0: letter what I mean is as follows let, let, let's let try and make this a slightly more practical <coughs> so, uh, I'll give an example of a fragment of this from hmm. a person made I know I don't want to mention names, I don't want to give away clues because I have no <laughs> reason why. But because it's like a kind of a something that I've caught from my wife, she's English and English people will not reveal any information ever under any circumstances unless they are under oath. And even then you never know. Uh, you're not However you feel about like, re- re- revealing personal details, yeah. like Americans, you like, meet an American like, on a bus, yeah. and by the time like, you've got off of a 10 minute journey, they've already told you like, issues with their ex-wife, yeah. so, I- so, so English people, once you become intimately connected to them for decades, mm-hmm. you'll finally find out like, where they live, mm-hmm. if you're lucky. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I think that applies to Israelis. The Americans are actually standoffish.
0: Have you lived in America? No, no, they're not. They're not. No, I feel you wrong. Maybe you've been mixing with the wrong people.
1: New York. <laughs> Brooklyn. New York is like that. In New York.
0: What? They tell you everything... No, they no, very stand office. No, not in business. Not in business. They Americans
1: tell you where they live. They really tell you what you don't know. <laughs> okay, but kids are uh,
0: not important. But there's a person, a person who I know. And he comes from... He's a Baal And he comes from... Every one of his 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 his, his, um, his his grandparents and cousins, siblings, parents, all have legal degrees, and he became a b'chovah, and he's. Halachically obsessive. He's got an incredible power of halachic decision making. In other words, it's like, call it a genetic predisposition that his identity, let's say, had he not crossed over the line to religious observance, no question would have been in some kind of legal profession. Because his being functions according to the defining parameters of given operative mechanisms, laws, where they, where they go and how they find themselves. So you put that person into a framework of Judaism, so his entire existence, his identity becomes subsumed by the mitzvah in such a way that his focus and his slant is halakhically orientated. Then contrast that to myself, that let's say, my essential background was always artistic. That, that, that that's how I define myself always. And that's how that's what I used to practically do with my time and I used to have long flowing locks. <laughs> Joking. They weren't flowing. And <laughs> but my essential identity was locked into my artistic being. So for me to like then express myself in Judaism, so it wouldn't express itself as this kind of this, 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 this connection to the rigidity of a law. Rather it manifested in, in the creativity of what, what art is often about is, is about composition and interpretation that you're given, for example, in drawing that you're given a 3D scene and then you, through a mechanism of interpretation, present it in a different format. But that involves choices as to how to arrange the p- and how to present and how to... So, so I find that the way I've expressed that, that ability is the toe presents you with a scene but there's a lot of room for personal expression within that scene so call that scene Shabbos so you can, you, of course you have to follow there's a structure just like when, you, when, you, when, you, when you're copying a landscape you can't, you can't, you can't draw a monkey because the monkey's not there you draw the landscape but in terms of where you, where you push the pencil down hard to create a dark line and when it's light So you've got a lot of, there's a lot of room for movement, there's tremendous room for movement. So Shabbos can be a thousand different things to a thousand different people, (laughs) within the realms of aloha. And that's that's where I activate my creative self, in terms of, you know there's Kiddush, but you can say Kiddush, and you can focus on Kiddush and you can arrange the structure of where you place it, in terms of the moment in the conversation, the composition is crucial. And how you use the inflection and what kind of feelings erupt at different points in the, in the bracha. So it's a very creative process. But it's completely been transported from pencil to paper. <coughs> it's a different medium with a different, with a different kind of, but it's the same thing.
1: So it's subsumed?
0: That's not subsumed. I would say it's more channeled. Subsumed means it's almost, it becomes absorbed into. It's not absorbed into, it's directed. It's reinterpreted. It's not a fundamental change of raw material. It's a different f- it's a different direction of expression. Okay so,
1: Yeah, so for things that it's easy to identify that there's a commonality between this and that that's fine, and that's, that's easier. that's more about channeling. but what about when uh, an essential defining aspect of a person's character is something that seems to be excluded? I- I- yeah, contradictory even.
0: In other words, mm-hmm.
1: what, what mm-hmm. happens
0: mm-hmm. when you when th- and that's kind of the scary thing, let's say, of a person's initiation into from Christ, where you you can't find you can't see yourself in that world. That world looks like a place where you can't belong because everything that becomes part parts of your character has got expressions which just don't fit into it. Yeah.
1: So
0: so the problem is the problem is Judaism is a is an art form. I remember my father once saying to me, and at the time I I, I kind of bought it, but I didn't understand why. Well. He's a doctor and he said you know, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do, whatever your talents are, you can do them in medicine. So if you're artistic, you know, you can become a plastic surgeon. Well, I suppose if you, if you, if you're artistic and cruel, you can become a surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this looks like it's going to be fun, let's cut it here. Oh, magnificent! What the <laughs> composition! But it could be problematic from survival point of view um, but, but there's just such because in other words in a big field which is vast it's impossible that there's not a place for expression the, the kind of the crisis which is about Shuvah is his initial <coughs> perception of Torah is extremely primitive so what does he see he sees a society which functions according to certain fixed certain set of principles and um, he doesn't understand the depth and nuances and the sophisticated way in which this whole world opens up and because the kind of sophistication that you see is almost you only realize it when you get past a certain point you can't see it, because it, it, it can't be observed with the physical eye so you know you can see people, you can see six people, and you just, the only difference you notice is size of beard and length of pears and you think, mm, none of them fit my, at least I'm not that kind of person, I just so if you're, but if you actually take take some type of spiritual spectacles and you look inside to the inner world, you'd see, wow that's something I could really connect to but you don't observe it from the outside because almost to get there is almost a whole set of challenges that you have to overcome it's like almost a skill set when you when you when you don't have the skill set so then you can't envision what it must be like it just looks like something which is inexplicable but as you progress in other words let's put it this way I'm simultaneously containing inside of my memory this fear of becoming a dark and depressed from person and I'm simultaneously being that person and I'm not dark and depressed. So it means that something transpired from that perception to where I am today. So what happened? Okay so lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of different things happened. But you can relate it in a certain aspect that even if you're where you find yourself today and put yourself in your own shoes two years ago and look at your lifestyle and if you look at yourself doing what you're doing now from a perspective of two years ago, you'll freak out. Yeah, you are like, say, that world, no! Because for you to be where you are now, this happened, and then that happened, and then that happened, and then something shifted, and then this. So therefore, when you're there, it's really okay. But when you're not there, and you're looking to where it looks like it is, it's terrifying. In other words, my experience of becoming more involved in Torah has not been, I've lost more and more of myself. It's been a feeling of, I've gained more and more of myself. And when I compare myself to to people who who haven't, let's say, given the opportunity that I've been given, I feel, in in almost an exponential fashion, more deeply fulfilled, invigorated, dynamic, vital, in terms of the excitement that every day presents me with. It's exciting I feel there's like this, this, this and it's, it's ever it goes on and on and on and on and Torah is so exciting it, 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 it's a really it's such an incredibly powerfully vital organ <laughs> you give you an example right we've, we've been we've been learning the first three or four lines of the first Gemara in the fourth paragraph of Getting. And there's a sentence which says the on the covering, That uh, whatever the details are right, it's the details of a person wants to. So we've seen that sentence in probably for the last two weeks. And today, everything changed. The entire sentence took on a completely new light, and based on this understanding, a whole host of problems are just resolved. If you want the details? I tell just unbelievable like all these massive problems in the actual understanding with one small adjustment boom! everything changes and I know, I know that it could change tomorrow radically as well so that kind of lack of stagnation in even the intellectual material that you're engaging in that it actually looks different every single day creates such a vibrancy in being that you want to wake up in the morning You you look forward to it because it's, it's, it's almost like you're going... I, I, don't know what, I don't know what it's like to go exploring back in the... 300 years ago when you like landed on a continent that no one had ever seen. And you like step foot on land and you could just come face to face with a creature that's never been described or illustrated and, and you'd, you'd be the first person of your type ever to see this creature. And you'd, like, you'd be walking between two, two big trees and you'd go and you'd see there'd be a pool of water and you know, no one had ever even spoken about a giraffe and you see a giraffe and you go it looks like a camel but it's got the face of a horse and if you're African, speaking you go a camel horse which means a camel horse which <laughs> so maybe is how they felt when they saw it um, but you can imagine the excitement you know then, then, but then what happens is but once you seen one giraffe, so then the next time you see a giraffe, the excitement dies. But imagine if you could find new new creatures every single day. So you next day you go to the water hole and you see a, you know a rhinoceros, but it never ends. So that's that's learning. And that's 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 learning Gomorrah, which is nigla, that's before you get to Nestor, which is the deep stuff. <laughs> so
1: that's really exciting, Devon. So what what comes first? What what is predicated on what? Your identification of your essence outside of Torah and then channeling that into Torah or your identification of I am, my my essential essence is Torah and then within that I will find something that I can connect to. What, what comes first?
0: I don't really understand the second side. Explain that better. First I understand. Yeah. First I that Mm. I know what my talents are, I know where my strengths mm. lie let me look for where I can express them I happen to be a person, like we said, who's very legally inclined I'm going to focus on learning Mishnah Brewer because that's our halachic work mm. um, The second side is... explain
1: The second side is, if, if, you, if you're going right off the bat and I think that a lot of boliche will probably do this right off the bat, that my, my essence now is Torah, Yiddishkeit, God, whatever
0: then how, d- how d- Oh, so that pathway yeah. could be very dangerous and that pathway people who take that too seriously can land up with uh, major issues because when you try to overemphasize the let's say the ideal generic presentation of a given framework of behavior and thought and you don't mesh that with your own internal essence so so, so you don't know who to be or worse you try to be someone you're not so you you, you, and you'll use like you'll pick up a few social cues as oh this is the way you do it and you'll land up squashing your inner self and unfortunately I've seen people do that and you look at them and instead of feeling that vibrancy that Torah brings, brings with it you look in the eyes and they're dead you don't have to look at their eyes. You see the way they hold their bodies. they got the... That? Hey? How you are okay, Sim. No, 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 <laughs> it would take a lot to squash your personality. <laughs> <laughs> no, he uh, how
1: do you
0: help them? How do you help them? Okay, good. That's why I have this share. What do you mean?
1: <laughs> but you're always, you're always going to have that, that dead aspect in parts of it.
0: No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, we'll talk after no, on No. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> so people
1: give the to develop their like there are people people
0: you're saying who don't have a chance to develop their strengths and talents outside of Torah therefore when they come into Torah how they mean to find themselves because they they almost they themselves don't know who they are what they what they have to offer
1: the identity is purely within Torah, else. oh
0: you see now people in Torah because yeah. they've been brought up in Torah so therefore they've never given an opportunity to describe to define their identity so so based on this model if a person is doing it properly on the contrary his his real talents will find true expression in other words there's something much more powerful of a person that can, let's say, express his legal potential in the clear delineations of the will of the Creator at a given point in time, than someone that deals with an arbitrary set of laws made up by very fallible human beings in the context of a legal battle. It's a much deeper expression of himself, of reality, of connection to something which is everlasting. But gentlemen, we're going to be late for our sacrificial offering, so let's uh, stop here.
1: Oh, good. Yeah.